You're listening to the Heather Duplessy Allen Drive podcast from Newstalk ZB. We have senior political correspondent Barry Soper with us in the studio. Hi, Barry. Good afternoon, Heather. So I, uh, there has been another twist today in how the wrong information got to Chris Hipkins. So Chris Hipkins says he got the wrong information about the road workers being held at gunpoint yep. from Andrew Costa. Yep. Now, the Eastern District super, uh, a, a commander, police commander, says that she did give the information to police national headquarters. So what happened? This this has been disgraceful, actually, when you consider that uh, the incident occurred on a Friday. The Monday, uh, the police commissioner was um, essentially saying um, it was a gang-on-gang situation. Uh, the following day, uh, Chris Hipkins was saying there was no confirmation of any report that this had happened. And then today we have, as you say, the Eastern uh, District Commander, Superintendent Jeanette Park, uh, saying um, though the report was sent through to police headquarters, essentially on the day it happened. Have a listen. The investigation is still open. We attended, um, and I think in amongst uh, the demands, uh, pressures at that point in time, um, you know, there was all sorts of things um, at play there. But I um, can confirm that uh, the report was sent through. And so, you know, it, it, from our point of view, uh, you know, it's about dealing with it here in our district. I mean, the poor woman is trying to go soft, I guess, on what was an absolute communications botch-up. Now, um, well, she doesn't want to throw her boss into trouble. No. To, somebody, somebody somewhere did not pass on the right information. No. Whether you can imagine how frustrating that is for people in the area. Um, yeah. Hipkins says that he talked to uh, Andy Costa this morning, uh, who expressed disappointment, I'm sure he did, at the communication breakdown, and he's trying to find out exactly what happened. Uh, the uh, Prime Minister described it as far from ideal, and to that end, of course, the public held a meeting in Napier last night um, saying um, the flood victims are saying they're feeling exhausted, vulnerable and forgotten. Now, around 200 residents were there, including the uh, police minister, Stuart Nash, and other local leaders. Now, the organiser, and I know you're going to be talking to her after five o'clock, Louise Parsons, um, she says she's hoping the message gets across. uh, And she's from Esk Valley, the area that was uh, particularly badly hit. Parsons says there was looting all right, and people are feeling vulnerable. It's sort of been downplayed um, that there hasn't been reports. I mean, the first four days of this disaster, we were we had no comms at all, so there was no way to report any crime. And you know that was in the the real the the midst of it all. And um, people were out here taking our stuff. We sort of think deploy the army. Um, that should be the very first thing. Have curfews. Um, make sure that people can't... I mean, there's one way into our community. They should have locked that off. So there was no need for people to come into our community at that vulnerable time when there's no comms. Next time, that should immediately happen. Can you imagine how she felt or how the locals felt? I mean, it must be terrible not being taken any notice of and saying it's not happening. Yeah, and you're completely on your own when you've grown uh, up relying on, on, drive me on nuts. police. Um, okay, Rob Campbell, he's gone from the EPA. Yeah, well, um, David Parker's uh, taking time. He's the Environment Minister, of course. Uh, apparently, he's written to Rob Campbell. Um, but I would think he'd get exactly the same reply that he got, um, uh, that Rob Campbell gave to Aisha Viral yesterday, that, uh, look, he's done nothing wrong. Um, I think, yes, he most certainly will be. I think the decision will be announced tomorrow that uh, Rob Campbell won't be on that. Uh, but 
you know. I mean, you know, I heard somebody say earlier that it was a case of freedom of speech. And indeed, anybody can say what they like in our community. But the problem is there are rules around what you can say if you are a public servant. And, yes. um, you know, he breached those rules. But look, really. A lot of us have rules around around it job-wise. Yeah, but really, um, Chris Hipkins couldn't give a stuff whether Rob Campbell uh, could work with the next government. And the point that I heard Rob Campbell make this morning was he wouldn't be working with the next government anyway. Because they would have been sacked. <laughs> well, they were going to do away with the Māori Health Authority. Well, a national government would. And, um, you know, uh, they're going to change the system that uh, he's spending all his time setting he, up. He had suggested this morning he was considering releasing the legal letter that he'd sent Aisha Vero before she fired him. Yeah, Is he no, still going to do that? I've uh, talked to him this morning. He's not going to Changed release his it. mind. He's changed his mind, yeah. Okay. Um, the Reserve Bank market study, calling for a market study into banks. Well, I mean, you will be stoked about this. <laughs> this will have made your day. Well, you know, uh, Jacinda Ardern did exactly the same thing. She said there should be um, an inquiry. It was late last year when uh, Westpac made a $1.2 billion profit for the year and the ANZ, it made an even bigger one, $2.3 billion, up 20%. Yeah. Of course there should be an inquiry into the profits. And you know without Oh, because the other market no, studies know why have been so profit, good, Barry. No, do you know why? Oh, well, that is true. All right, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, there have been uh, these market um, uh, studies, and they're a new advent uh, for the Commerce Commission. Yeah. They've looked at supermarkets, building supplies, and petrol prices, and they've all come down prices there. We all know that. But the fact of the matter is, the uh, Reserve Bank can say, what it likes. It was really, they can blame themselves for the big profits yep. at banks because they gave them cheap, cheap money to on lend. So it's exactly, it's the bank's pro, it's yeah. the Reserve Bank's fault in the first place. Yeah. Barry, thank you. Barry Soper, Senior Political Correspondent. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.